0: Well, this last several days have been nothing short of volatile in cryptocurrency. So crypto crashed and the stock market crashed because of it. How are the two connected and what do two major Vancouver players in crypto have to do with it? Here to break it all down for us is Jarrett Vaughn, the Web3 prof. Good morning, Jarrett.
1: Good morning, Raji. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. Where to start? You know, I think a lot of people still don't understand what crypto is, or they're hoping that crypto is just going to go away before it becomes imperative that they learn about it. So can you give us the basics? Just what is crypto?
1: So I think we can break it down in a few different categories, but uh, fundamentally, uh, some crypto is a store of value like gold is. It's like digital gold. We would say that's what Bitcoin is. um, But most cryptocurrencies, there are some 20,000 of them out there, um, are really uh, a token or a coin that represents almost like holding shares in a company. And so if you own a specific token, um, that token um, or that coin is like holding shares in the company and and you're effectively buying it because you think that that specific company um, is offering a product which is going to be helpful to the marketplace and fulfill a need somewhere. Um, and so what companies do is they launch these tokens as a, ways to, a way to raise money, just like a company goes public and launches a share in a company.
0: Okay, so what is the ultimate goal with investing in crypto?
1: So it's, it's similar to investing in the stock market. Um, if you are a, an individual investor, what you're typically doing is investing your money for some type of value increase. Um, I, I would think that is what most people are involved Um, There is also uh, the idea of storing your value digitally because um, it is very accessible uh, in the sense that you can access your value anywhere in the world. So a lot of people, especially in developing countries, like to invest into, say, something like Bitcoin. Uh, if they have to flee their country or they have to move to a different place, it's very transportable because it's all digital and it comes with them wherever they go. All they need to do is log in online through a very through a process, and they can access this value that they hold.
0: Okay, and how reliable is it to to access?
1: It's extremely reliable. If we speak about Bitcoin specifically, the Bitcoin network has been functioning since uh, 2009 <clears throat> without interruption. Um, and is 100% secure. It's never been hacked, it's never been disrupted, um, and there has never been any uh, negative implications on the network itself. Now, what we do hear about, though, is sometimes hacks or things like that happening, and that's really because the users of the coins, the holders, people like me and you, have made mistakes in how we've trusted centralized authorities to hold those coins on our behalf rather than holding them in what we would call a crypto wallet which means um, or is a function that allows um, only me to access my coins and I can control them. What happens though is a lot of people trust centralized authorities to hold their coins and that's where we see big issues happen in the marketplace.
0: Okay, so crypto crashed the other day, can you explain what happened?
1: (laughs) <laughs> this is so dramatic and complicated, um, but yeah, effectively there's two really big figures in crypto. Uh, one, of them, one of them is named Sam Bankman-Fried, and the other one is um, Peng Zhao, um, and we call him CZ um, for short. That is uh, kind of what he goes by. So, CZ sorry, and these the these largest. players
0: are are from Vancouver, no?
1: So CZ is from Vancouver. Yes, um, he uh, he wasn't born here, but he did go to high school here. Um, and spent a lot of his upbringing here in Vancouver, S.B.F. or San Megan Freed is American.
0: Okay. And their wealth? Is it? What's billions it? and
1: billions, tens of billions of dollars.
0: Tens of billions of dollars. Okay. What happened? Yes.
1: And, and they're both, you know, they're both young. They're both, you know, in their early 30s. Um, and, um, and, and, and they own two of the largest crypto exchanges and they're competitors against each other. A crypto exchange is a place where you can buy and sell any cryptocurrency. And they're centrally controlled by an individual, just like major companies are like Facebook or Google. And so CZ and um, and, and Sandbank and Freed kind of have a bit of a dispute. Uh, What happens is um, we find out on Sunday night, one week ago from today, that CZ actually had invested a lot of money into Sandbank and Freed's company. And he was going to sell it all because he was kind of fundamentally upset at Sandbank and Freed. When he said he was gonna sell some $500 million of tokens, um, the marketplace got really worried that Sandbank McFried wouldn't actually be able to finance that, that the value of his exchange would go down so quickly that he wouldn't be able to pay back his debts. So people did put a run on the bank, meaning they withdrew all of their cryptocurrency from his exchange and it exposed him because he wasn't able to fund everybody. He wasn't able to give them back their money. Just like today, if you went to TD Bank, if we all went to TD Bank today and withdrew our money, they wouldn't be able to pay it back to us because they've loaned it out to people, like they've loaned it out for mortgages or lines of credit. And this is exactly what centralized crypto exchanges do, although they have said they don't do this. So FTX, Sam Bankman frieds exchange, he has to block all withdrawals. So now there's hundreds of millions or billions of dollars sitting there that people can't access.
0: People can't access. Have not been able
1: to withdraw their coins. Wow. Okay. Wow. So people are out. People are out. Millions of dollars. You know, hundreds of dollars. It depends on how much crypto or money, even dollars, people have on there um, that they are not able to access. And so this has caused a massive market downturn because Sam Bankman-Fried was the golden child of crypto. He was, He's a genius. He's uh, incredibly intelligent. He has built an incredible corporation, the Miami Heat in in miami play in the ftx center he's they've named their stadium after his exchange he has huge sponsorship contracts around the world in many different sports so it's very public facing and then this happens and he denied the fact that he wouldn't be able to pay all this back on sunday and then cz went to try to buy the exchange ftx and then pulled out and then the market continued to crash
0: Wow, and then this has an impact on just the regular stock market.
1: I mean, we, we, there's there's kind of a coupling of crypto and stock market right now. Now, I'm not an expert in the stock market at all, um, but but there seems to be like a pretty close cor- correlation between the two.
0: Right, and what do you ta- what's your takeaway from this in general in terms of crypto? Like at this point, I know that there are some people even listening to this right now who are going whoa, this is way over my head, is, is crypto yeah. something that I should just avoid entirely? Because it sounds idealistic, but now you're talking about people being out millions of dollars.
1: So with high risk comes high reward, and sometimes <laughs> you, you make poor decisions. And, um, and what I teach in, in my classes at the web 3 profcom and also I teach these classes at UBC um, is that um, trusting centralized authorities with your tokens or your crypto can come with a lot of risk. The whole heart of crypto, the founder of Bitcoin, when, when they created Bitcoin, was to really remove intermediaries and to remove centralized authorities. And there's multiple ways in which you can buy and sell crypto. The easiest is on centralized exchanges. They're very user-friendly, they're fast, they're cheap. Um, it's, it's something that anybody who uses the internet can figure out how to do. The problem is, is that there's a central authority like Sam bankman and Freed, who did things that he said he wasn't doing. But there's other ways to hold crypto. And you can hold those in what we call cold storage or hot wallets. And, and in those scenarios, the, you don't, you're not at risk for these types of things to play out. But the problem is is that they're more complicated to use because crypto is still in its early stages. And, uh, but a lot of people use hot wallets and cold storage as a really good mechanism for safety. The problem is, is everybody who had their coins or tokens on a crypto exchange like FTX got hurt because they, didn't, they took the risk in exchange for convenience. And in this scenario, it definitely wasn't worth it.
0: That's so interesting. All right, we're going to have to have you on another time to get into this with us. We really appreciate the breakdown today. Thank you so much, Jarrett. Thanks, Roger. Have a great day.